Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. Just a 
1 Peter 2.24, this belongs to us because Jesus has purchased it for us. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes you are healed. See, this is 1 Peter 2.24, and the first few uh, words here talk about Jesus, who his own self, that's Jesus, bear our sins in his own body on the tree. Now, that's what Jesus did. Then it explains who we are, that we being dead to sin. See, once you receive Christ as the Lord of your life, then you're dead to sins. So we are the party that's being talked about here, that we being dead to sins, then here's our rights and privileges. So far as the word is concerned, the blood, as far as Jesus is concerned, and what his blood bought for us, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree. This is something he did for us. He bore our sins. He hung on the tree for us. And then he explains the ones that this covers, the ones who are dead to sins. That means the new creations in Christ Jesus. And he says, so far as I'm concerned, you should live under righteousness. See, in the legal sense of the word, we are righteous because we have received Christ. And in the vital side of it, to live out on the earth, we should live out righteousness, which just simply means that sickness would have no place in us. It is a robber and a thief. It has no right to be in a human being that is born again, because we being dead to sins should live under righteousness. How? By whose stripes ye were healed. Galatians 3.13, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is every one that hangeth on a tree. This is Galatians 3.13. We're meditating the word together on the hour of anointing today. We're going over our bill of rights, the things that have been purchased for us already by the blood of Jesus. The punishment that was handed out to him was for us. He took it on our behalf. And I'm reading our Bill of Rights today. We're quoting the scripture and sharing about our rights as believers and as new creations in him. Christ hath redeemed us. That's past tense. He has redeemed us from the curse of the law. He was made a curse for us. In his word it's written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. That's from Galatians 3.13. Then, according to Deuteronomy 28, verses 15 through 22, then verses 27 through 29, and then verses 35 through 61. All sickness and disease is a curse of the law. 
But praise God, according to Galatians 3.13, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Healing is the will of our Father God. Exodus 15.26, For I am the Lord that healeth thee. And ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. There shall nothing cast their young, nor be barren in thy land. The number of thy days I will fulfill. Isn't that a tremendous word to believers today, to you and I? It says that we'll serve the Lord. He'll bless our bread. He'll bless our water. He said, I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. That just simply means that he strengthens our immune system and that by his divine doctorship, if we could call it that, he's the great physician. Uh, he takes sickness away from the midst of us. There's no telling what we've put ourselves in for, the many things that we've eaten and many things that we've taken into ourselves, and God has kept us. Ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. Now, that's what God is saying to his family. There shall nothing cast their young. That means there will be no abortiveness. There will be no uh, and, of course, I look at that in humankind as well as in the things we've set our hand to, the things that God has caused uh, to be successful for us and the things we put our hand to, he will cause to be successful. And our business uh, dealings will not be aborted. And, uh, and then our families, and, and just in the natural state of things, our children shall not be aborted. There shall nothing cast their young, nor be barren in thy land. In other words, We'll have a very fruitful land, and everything that we do set our hand to will be successful. And he says, the number of thy days I will fulfill. And I like to turn that last word around, fill full. The number of thy days I will fulfill and fill full. Second Chronicles 16 and 9, think about this. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them, whose heart is perfect toward him. So that's what the Lord is doing right now. If you wonder what God is doing, his eyes are searching to and fro throughout the whole earth, looking for you, watching over you, to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. You say, well, that leaves me out because I've done this and I've done that and my heart's not perfect. Well, you know, a perfect heart before God is a heart that will turn to him. It's not a matter of it's a heart that never misses it, but it's a heart that will adjust and he'll do the repairing. If I'll adjust my attitude, if I'll repent, when I miss it, I'll say, Father, forgive me, I'm sorry for this. And I repent to him, then he will repair. And it says that he'll show himself strong in behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. Well, that means our home, that means our office, that means our workplace. That means this body. Because, see, the real me is dwelling inside of this body that you would see if you were looking. With long life, he says, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. You know who he's talking to here? He's talking about Moses. But Peter said, I perceive of a truth. God is no respecter of persons. This is out of Psalm 91. Actually, verse 16 says, with long life, Will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? Now, let me see the hands of all who, who know how old it Moses lived to be. All right, I see one hand in the room here. <laughs> 120. 
120 years. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. I was on airline not too long back, and just in the airline magazine, there was a report there. It wasn't the gospel airlines. It was just an airline. And this is a doctor's report out of one of the magazines that you would read. And it said there that doctors have discovered, and by their examinations and by their uh, uh, tests and so forth, that the human body is designed to live, biologically designed to live 120 years on the earth. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for radio time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls. Thank you.